When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coffee and Cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. I'm coming. It's going to be a different place, a different feel, a different attitude, a different energy, a different work ethic, a different walk, a different hunger, a different desire, a different need, a different capacity. It's going to be a different reach. I'm coming. See, by now you got to feel it. You can feel what I'm saying. You can feel where I'm coming from. And you know I ain't playing because I got the credentials to back it up. I'm coming. And you're going to hear me. Because it's going to be little silent little footsteps that you don't even have to strain. But you're going to know I'm coming. Just the sake of my voice, the commitment to excellence, that there's not going to be any more mediocrity. Period. I'm coming. Coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, alongside Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers here with you. Lots to get to on today's show. We originally wanted to start off with a little Dion versus Matt rule, and then all of a sudden, as most radio shows go, something happens, something shows up in our timeline, in our feed. And uh, instead of going that direction first, we'll stick to just Nebraska. You know, we can do whatever you want to do. How about how about Good Morning? How, how about uh, we'll start with Good Morning? How are things? I always like pleasantries because if we're really going to be friends, then I care about your well-being. So we doing okay? Every everybody good? Shane, you good? You know, I, I told you, I said, man, I had a stomach ache yesterday, and it well, just carried over to flush. today. I know, I need to get the pink back in me. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. In the in the blood flowing, DB. I understand. I understand. I I, I just it, that was a very it's kind of a, a medical term, and it caught me off guard. Big you seem Gray's, very hurt right now. <laughs> Big Gray's Anatomy guy. Are you really? <laughs> I used Why to. Why is that thing still on? Is I have done no, now. Finally. Well, so you, it's fun. no, it's not. Um, what are I, we going on? Twenty-seven years? Yeah, 50, at least. Years, I um, I watched. I think the first fourteen seasons, and that was like the worst decision of my life. Because now you're hooked. Well, I didn't. I just stopped. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it, it, it's it's soap opery combined with. I kind of like her though. Meredith, whatever her name is. I've never <laughs> watched the show. I like her as oh, a, as an actress. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it just. Kind of got two reality that's the show, TV that's the for dream, me. That's the dreamy guy, McDreamy. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, sure is. People and McSteamy. But people ever call you that, <laughs> McDreamy? Yeah, I don't think so. Kinda, I'm gonna talk to Ashley. McDreamy. I have no clue. Yeah, no. So, so everybody's good, man. Because there's a lot of I've, there's this Mary J. Blige song. It's called Mary no Kate Ashley. <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley. That's <laughs> called No More Drama. And man. I have some people, uh, like, you know, that I've had lots and lots and lots of football conversations with that are losing their mind in the last 16, 18 hours 
and I'm thinking to myself, like, what's what's wrong with with people? Can we just have a can we just have a rational conversation on? So one of my guys, he's like, man, I feel sorry for you, man. You're gonna have to spend this hire these hires, and I'm like, no, I don't. Uh, I'm gonna tell the truth. I'm gonna be authentic. You can do with the information what you what will. What you're saying, you like to be well respected. I rather, well yeah, I rather be well respected than well. I'm not gonna spin anything. I'm gonna give you what I think are multiple vantage points because it's what I do. Mm-hmm. It's 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 who I've been, and you are free to do with the information what you will. Right. I mean, that's pretty much how. I'm not going to tell you how to think. I'm not going to tell you what not to think. And I'm certainly not going to tell you how to fan. You can fan however you want to. I mean, that's the greatest thing about being a fan. You got autonomy. So your your level of surprise, were you like, whoa? Yes and no. Okay. Give, give me the, you want to go positive or negative first? We'll go positive. Okay, first. so why the why the why no, wasn't I surprised? Why, why the no weren't you surprised? I wasn't surprised because when I, I I'm I'm big into looking toward the future, and I, I kind of I kind of fall into a mix of a few things. One, he didn't really have a healthy O line to go with this year to begin with, so I don't think it was fair criticism the whole time. Um, you didn't have Teddy most of the year. Uh, that was a huge loss. And then, you know, you were just kind of mixing pieces in and out, trying to figure out what worked, what didn't work this season. And it was kind of like a guessing game. I just don't think you can really assess just after one season, like, hey, this is it. Mm. This is end all be all. I also think, you know, if you want any potential on bringing his nephew here, <sighs> why not retain the guy? I was hoping you wouldn't go there, but it's a free, you're a free thinker. But I'm going to stay there okay. also because I fall into the same rabbit hole as a lot of fans when it comes to is there any connection with him and Jim Leonard to bring on the defensive side of the ball, former teammates. So I, I, I look at a lot of those scenarios and think, you know, maybe Matt Rule has a grander plan and maybe it's, a, it's Matt Rule playing chess here and by retaining Rayola, he, he may have something in store Wow. You know what's funny? See, that's why I like listening, because I just learned something. And you're going to be like, our listeners are going to be like, dang, man, you're supposed to be the source. Never even put the Leonard and Rayola thing together until just now. And that's even on the heels of reading about Sataki potentially going to Wisconsin to be a mm-hmm. defensive coordinator. Selfishly. I know, I know selfishly. What, what am I going to say selfishly? Selfishly, in my household, it would make great sense for Jim Leonard to be there, and it would cause less stress under my roof. Selfish. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Because he loves him some Jim Leonard right now. So, but let me say this, because, oh, can you, I, wow. I could probably retire and live here in the state with Coach Cooper and Coach Leonard mm-hmm. on the same staff. I think it makes a lot of sense. Given the initial. And we'll get into it early because we got, we, got we got another year to go. But see, now you got me distracted because that's a good point. And I, so I've said this like forever. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm going to get. Uh, there's a couple principles that I live by. 
Number one, just because something always has been or once was doesn't mean it always will be. That means things can change. People change. They are the single greatest variable on the planet is human behavior. So I'm very reluctant. That's why I don't use extremes. Because things happen. Why do I say that? Well, we're trying to like now all of a sudden rationalize. Well, Coach Rule says this and he did this, so I'm going to think this. Or Coach Rule's been here and done this, so I'm going to think this. Or Donovan Rayola has done this and been here, so I'm going to think this. Well, I get it because about – Ooh, 65% of the time, see, I'm in education, so I think this, the number's a little low. Usually the best form of future performance is past behaviors. But if you're a teacher, you typically don't subscribe to that because that's why you teach. I'm, I'm with you. Got me? Yep. So, and I've said this for 20 years, and I got this from Coach Osborne, and I believe it to be the case because I've seen it work, not only on staffs that I've been on, it's what I tried to do, uh, it's what people have done for me, it's what I've seen good coaches do. I thought, whoa. Remember this. Coaches coach coordinators coordinators coach position coaches position coaches coach players that's how i think healthy hierarchy works so i'm operating under three things and do with this what you will drew down because i don't know if any of this is going to work i don't and i'm not i don't think anybody does i'm not sitting here professing hey man lock stock i'm just going to tell you how i think the professor's thinking Number one, he's told you everything about his personality that he needs to know. And by he, I mean Matt Rule. Matt Rule is a teacher. He wants young, energetic coaches that he can develop because he considers himself a developer of people, coaches and players. One of the primary reasons I think the NFL was very difficult for him because a lot of folks are already set and it's not as much about development. Neither here nor there, the NFL thing. So I think he thinks, I've got a guy, excuse me, that's why I kill brain cells because I hold sneezes in. (laughs) He's thinking, I got a guy. And I know he had multiple interviews for head coaches or for offensive line coaches. The number doesn't matter, more than one. I also know that Donovan Rayola got another full interview because what, I'm gonna. T- hopefully, this is why you tune into this show because m- maybe we can give you and glean some insight that you wouldn't get elsewhere. There were a few coaches already on staff that already had their things packed up, assuming it was OVA, OVA. Maybe it would have been. Maybe it wouldn't have been. But to give that illusion or that presentation to the head boss went over a certain way. Wow, you guys are, we haven't even, we haven't talked. Like, do you, I want to, what do you say in the press conference? I want guys that want to be here. Maybe Donovan Rayola showed that he wanted to be here. Maybe it's a great interview. Maybe 
Go ahead. No, no, no. This is a dialogue. Go ahead. I don't, no. It doesn't matter if you No, I was just going to say, maybe he's a great interview. Maybe he got in front of Matt Rule and said everything Matt Rule wanted to hear. Maybe. Maybe. Let's operate under that. So, and remember who I think Coach Rule is. I, I think he's a guy that is supremely confident in teaching other people. So he looks for a few key things. Is he this? Is he that? Is he this? Is, is she that? Is she? Because obviously a support staff will be multifaceted. And then he sees if there's a connection. Ooh, he said the magic words. He, I can work with that. I can work with that. So yeah, let's in an say, interview, this is just in general, in an interview, if you are interviewing somebody, you listen for the one thing that you're – you're looking for that you connect with right and if you're interviewing for any job say say you're interviewing for a marketing job and you want somebody to talk about streaming if nobody's talking about streaming then you're not going to hire that guy Mm -hmm. but if somebody comes into that interview and surprises you with their take on this aspect now it's something that because it's a development guy he likes to develop maybe Rayola comes in and goes I know how to approach this over the next three years. Yeah, I still can't get away from the whole Leonard connection, so I'm kind of giddy. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't have said that early. But I'm going to try to focus here. And look, a lot of people don't think there's a strong likelihood of Jim Leonard coming here, but I, I didn't still think, wouldn't I count didn't, it out. I didn't think there was until yesterday. Because I, I, I even told you, I was like, get out of here. Leonard yeah, you said he's staying. I said, Leonard ain't coming here, he's staying. You're like, is it official? I go, oh. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or I hope not. So, <laughs> so it's like there's that. And I just think kind of what you said, which I also didn't think about. Everybody always asked me what I thought of Riola, and I never had a good answer. Except for I like him because of the way that he treats me. I'm not sure – about the coaching style because I felt like he was very limited. I felt like Coach Whipple was extremely archaic in terms of run schemes. I felt like there were a couple, two or three things that he could do and teach. Other than that, there wasn't much versatility. I had a great conversation with Matt Verzal. We were talking about run schemes, and we watched a lot of film together. And we're like, man, how many different run schemes does Nebraska have? We counted three. Not a lot. Not very versatile. But – it wasn't an indictment. It was maybe that's the best that they could do given what they had. Okay, so I don't really know how to gauge him. Plus, he's playing without three guys. Well, two and a half because I don't know about Kevin Williams in terms of retention, and I know that that relationship is different than the other two guys I'm going to mention. Plus, you get Norelli back, and you get Teddy Prohaska back, who I said had a fantastic conversation with. Matt Rule. Yeah, you had you have Teddy, you have Norelli. That offensive line could have looked a lot different. A lot different. Right? All it takes is especially one healthy, lineman. Especially a healthy team. One good lineman. Right. And so let's put that to the side just for a second. And maybe that's what Coach Rule is thinking. Coaches, coach, head coaches, coach, coordinators, coordinators, coach, position coaches. So maybe there's something Coach Rule sees in Coach Rayola. Or he's like, okay, I can teach him. And let's do a little further digging. How many guys on Nebraska's current staff have experience coaching O-line? At a minimum, three. Who's heavy-handed in coaching offensive line? 
the head coach, Matt Rule. So, and I don't know. Listen, I'm not telling you this to tell you what to think. I'm telling you this so you can deal with the information and do with it what you will. And sprinkle in the age of Rayola, too. Another oh, yeah. young member of this staff. This and if, staff is uber young. And if he's hungry, then I think he's going to try to feed him. Because I always tell people, man, he, he, you know, people like exert a lot of effort investing into other people and, and, and they get worn out. And I always remind people, you can only feed those who are hungry. If they're not hungry, move on to the next. It has become wasted energy, even as other-centered as I am. So maybe that's the case. Now, let me give you what the questions could be. Because immediately you look at this staff and you're like, how does he recruit? Because there's two guys in particular, I think, that have drawn a little bit of, man, we got to get out on the road. We don't know about Pot Roast. I don't even know if he wants us to refer to him as Pot Roast and, and Knighton. And we have Donnie Rayola, who doesn't appear on paper to have a fantastic recruiting track record. I don't know if that's because he can't recruit or because he's never really had good direction. I don't know. I'm leaving that open because sometimes we judge people and they've never been taught. Throw into that, how much time has he had to recruit? Yeah, it was a whirlwind. Right? Well, because well, he, he spent time with the Bears for about three seasons. And before that, what, well, he was at Aurora? Yeah. And, and then. And I kind of, I told you what I liked, and I'm praying somehow they find a way to keep Coach Wilhite. Then I'll really be happy because they'll have, I think, a good Nebraska feel in terms of, or somebody like that that understands the state and is very relational, that loves the university. Plus Vince Ginta, who was steadily involved in junior day, because I told you I liked him, and a clear vision of this staff. Because I'll tell you what's scary. I talked to Coach Satterfield one-on-one for 40 minutes. We're in Westside's coach's office. And he's telling me about, first of all, he said, I would come, I would have come here for and taken a pay cut to be with Coach Rule because of the way that Coach Rule loves to develop young people. He said, in my business, developing is where the fun is because you actually get to coach. Ding! I put that on the checkbox. I did. Because it, I don't know if everybody else likes it, and I'm not telling you to. It's what I gravitate towards because I think coaching is teaching. Right? All right, special ed emphasis. I like teaching. But he said something else. He said, Coach, he's got this this ten, he's got this twang, this accent, and and he said, Coach, he said, I'm just gonna tell you. We've done this before. And Coach Rule's gonna do his thing, he's gonna hire, he's gonna fire, he's gonna interview. The guys that we have that are on staff right now, we know what to do. We know that we got to go here. We got to attack this. We're going to take care of this. And he's going to do this. And when we come together at the end of the day, we're going to hit our check boxes and see if we've got everything accomplished that we need to get accomplished because we know one another. And I said, 
oh, about your impression or <laughs> about, about the news? <laughs> Can I just tell you, though, like it was reassuring because I don't know if it's going to work and I'm not telling you it's going to work, but I love a plan. I love a plan. I love a vision. And so the fact that he is, he was so honest. He told me the good, the bad. And remember, what did Coach Rule say that he had learned in a couple of his interviews post? And some people said he had to walk it back. I don't know if he walked it back. I don't know if he did or didn't. I would have surrounded myself with a little more familiarity, guys that I guys that I know, guys that I trust. And maybe he doesn't know Donnie Rayola, but maybe Donnie Rayola knows some of the guys on Nebraska's team that he needs retained. And maybe he trusts Donnie Rayola. Again, I don't know if it's going to work, and I'm not going to spin it, but I will tell you there's multiple ways to look at it from a trust standpoint because you know at the end of the day, you set it in your open. You like to look towards the future. You like to look and you're basically playing the long game, right? Always. Trust me when I tell you, it appears on paper that Coach Rule is playing the long game. He's asking you to trust him. And get I, I get it. I get it, guys and gals. You want to look at me and say, but Ban DB, man, everybody says trust him. Why do we got to trust him? Show me, show me. I get it. But I want to go back to something that I said earlier. Just because something has been doesn't mean it always will be. Don't be jilted by other folks that have asked you to trust them. This could be different. Maybe it won't. I don't know. And, you know, you brought up a great point, too, when you said, I doubt it, Matt Rule's experience coaching the O-line, right? Say you bring in He's got three guys that have coached O-line on his staff. Right, but most importantly, it's him, right? And you bring in somebody that has a lot of experience coaching the O-line, maybe he doesn't mesh with Matt Rule at this point. Maybe Matt Rule can't address issues uh, maybe early on in the season or throughout the season as easily when you have somebody that may be stuck in his ways a little more stubborn because he has the the backpack of experience to back up himself on the field. So you take a guy like Raiola who has limited success. And, and we're not here to pretend that Nebraska was fantastic last yeah, year on the O-line. Yeah. I mean, you but, talk about a hot you, knife you, through you, butter, that's you, the defensive say, line running through. Would you through. say that they got better, though? Would you say that Nebraska's O-line got better as the season progressed? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, but it, it, it wasn't really a – we were at the low of the low. Could their running lo- backs have helped them out? <laughs> right. I'm not mad at AG. I just think he should have ran straight a little more. But I'm listen, I'm not trying to – I'm not trying to tell you what to believe. I'm trying to give you where I think he's coming from. And, I, and I, think, I think when he says, trust me, I'm playing the long game, I think he means, trust me, I'm playing the long game. I think I have a plan, and it's a long-term plan. So, and maybe it's a trial run. Now, listen, do Knighton and Rayola and some of these guys on staff have to show that they got some recruiting chops? Absolutely. But can I just say this? You're going to have some dark days early. The Ben Bramers, potentially Ernest Hausman, a couple of other guys that may enter the portal. It looks dark when you're house cleaning and people come in and they evaluate where you're at and it's a little dirty. But you have a chance 
in the short term to have some successes too. So to say them in order and to understand them in order, I just think it's important. And this isn't a glass half full. I'm just trying to give you multiple ways to look at it. Yeah, they're going to have to have some recruiting chops. But I will tell you, if anybody has a track record of finding diamonds in the rough and putting them in the league, it's Matt Rule. It's Matt Rule. It's Matt Rule. Right? Like, remember, Satterfield had Spencer Rattler looking like the five-star that came out of college or high school the last couple of games of the season. Maybe Love and Matt Rule take time. Hey, coming up next, Matt Rule's first commit, the portal continued, and a little bit of Dion versus Matt Rule. That's next on Coffee and Cream.